Welcome to Turn Road Talk, brought to you by the Mid-South Pioneer and Phytogen Seed Teams of Corteva AgriScience. Well, good afternoon. That's Darren Malone, uh, agronomy leader for the Mid-South with Corteva uh, AgriScience, uh, you know, Corteva Seeds as well, Phytogen and Pioneer. To today, you know, this is our first uh, first season for Turn Road Talk. Uh, this is our first episode. I have the esteemed pleasure to have uh, Dr. William Johnson with me today. As I said, I'm the agronomy leader for the Mid-South. William is our district field agronomist for kind of South Arkansas and also Louisiana. Uh, and today our topic is around managing nitrogen. And if you think about the price right now of nitrogen, I know William and I have had this discussion. I think it's up up around $1,000 for urea. So the price per unit has gone up tremendously in the, in the last um, three months. And so when I started thinking about managing nitrogen and William, I thought about the four R's, you know, you know, the right time, the right placement, the right amount of nitrogen, but also the right source. And with William's background in soil fertility, I thought he'd be the perfect guest to open up our, you know, season one, episode one of Turn Road Talk. And William, just tell me a little bit about, you know, placing nitrogen this year and why it's going to be important and also really around the amount. And and I know with the price of nitrogen being where it is today, that's going to be very important as growers try to manage that input cost on nitrogen. But I'll, I'll open it up to the floor, kind of give your thoughts on how to, to put it out, how to manage it and how to place it. Okay. William? Thank you, Darren. Uh, it's a pleasure to get an opportunity to uh, visit about nitrogen and how we can utilize that particular uh, plant nutrient that's critical in corn production. And we've had some uh, earth shattering research the last five to 10 years that's really showed us that we are not being very efficient with our pre-plant nitrogen. Uh, historically, we have uh, applied around 100 pounds of nitrogen pre-plant. And we found that we're only getting about 35 or 40 units or pounds of that nitrogen within the corn plant. So our efficiency there is is not very good. So what we found is, is once we get to uh, V6, V8 corn, then we're going to be uh, around 70% efficient. And as we get later than that, the efficiency exceeds 75%. And when we go against that biological system, yeah. Uh, when a corn plant can get 75% of the nitrogen we put in the soil, that's very, very efficient. So if I heard you correctly, you're saying early in that growth of that corn plant, you're only utilizing about 35% efficiency of the nitrogen that you're putting out. Yeah. So as you get later past, uh, you know, that V8 to tassel ear up through ta uh, through tasseling, I mean, early through tasseling, you're using about 70% of that nitrogen from an efficiency standpoint. Mm -hmm. So correct. does that, from a placement standpoint and timing, it probably... That will, you know, it sounds like the split applications may be very important trying to manage nitrogen going forward, especially at the price, correct? That is correct. And some of the growers that are making top end yields that I have witnessed the last two or three years, a three way split of nitrogen seems to be our best approach of a more of a spoon feeding type approach when the corn needs the nitrogen. So, yeah, you, so. Instead of putting on so much pre-plant, tell me a little bit about your program that you like to use in season and tell me about a little bit more about the splits. Okay. Uh, what we're doing now is uh, growers that, that have really good spreading equipment that can put out uh, 400 to 500 pounds of mixed goods. They're putting out their potash, their diammonium phosphate, 
some ammonium sulfate and urea at oh, the really? two to three uh, collar stage of corn. And at that point in time, we're about uh, 10 to 14 days from excellent utilization of that nitrogen at V6 corn. And so we're getting ahead of when the plant needs it. And we are probably putting out about 100 to 120 pounds of nitrogen at that point in time. Okay. And then when you when do you come back with that second application? I know you're going kind of V2 corn, V3. When will you make that second split application? I assume you're probably going to make three total, right? Three total. Okay. And the next application, we are coming in at V8 to V10 corn. Okay. Uh, we will be putting out about uh, 70 pounds of nitrogen, which would be 150 pounds of urea. We will treat it with agrotane or some type of inhibitor to reduce our ammonia volatilization potential to where we're protecting that nitrogen until we get it incorporated into the soil by either irrigation or rainfall. Yeah, and I guess that agrotain is an MBPT, and it's basically re reducing that volatilization component. So if we put urea on the ground without a MBPT product, how long would it last before it starts volatilizing? If we put it on soils that are very moist with high humidity of greater than 80% and temperature over 80 degrees, we can lose 30 to 40% of our nitrogen through ammonia volatilization within three to five days after application. So if you put the so the MBPT product on there, you can extend it out to how long? Seven to 10 days. Oh, and within okay. seven to 10 days, we're either going to get a shower rain or we're going to be irrigating. Sure. So, so, and then that third shot, when you like to see it go on, um, what's from a timing standpoint? I'd like to be there two weeks before tassel. It's all, I've always felt like it's better to be early than late. I do not like having to put out urea when we see tassels because then we cannot put on an agrotain type product to block that reaction because we, we can't type that nitrogen because we've got to have it at tassel. And so when that corn gets uh, shoulder high, uh, and you count the nodes, we're looking at probably a V12, V14. That's when I like to go out with that next shot again in front of either rainfall or in front of irrigation. So if you're more efficient with the nitrogen making the splits, the three, three application split, um, could we, considering the price of urea and price of nitrogen, give me a ballpark price right now on, on price per unit of nitrogen. A price per unit of nitrogen right now is $1.10 dollar and ten per pound and wow. by doing these splits i believe we can shave 20 to 30 pounds of nitrogen off by being more efficient later in the season so that last application we put out 100 pounds of urea 50 pounds of ammonium sulfate mm -hmm. that brings our total up to about 220 230 total pounds of nitrogen but by putting ammonium sulfate at the end we're getting our nitrogen sulfur ratio intact of a 15 to one to where we're making those critical amino acids to make protein on that grain. So just to kind of capsize that, if you, if you're managing your night, managing it correctly, put it on the right time at the right amount with the right source and putting the right nitrification inhibitor on there as well, then you feel like we could probably, you know, I know traditionally we sip, we usually recommend about 1.2 pounds of N per bushel. That's been, the old corn agronomy standard on a loamy soil, but you're saying in that three-way split, we could probably go to a pound per per bushel of in. A pound per bushel because, because we're more of efficient. efficiency. Yes. yes.
Well, I think it's going to be important, you know, as you think about managing nitrogen, especially in, in the season of 2022, where ureas could be north of a thousand pounds per ton, which, like you said, it puts us as a dollar ten per pound of in. So, yeah, that's. I mean, I think the way to make high yield corn, I've always felt like you need to manage split applications in nitrogen throughout the season. But one thing I hear you doing, but you're also managing mixed goods post post emergence, post emergence, which a lot of guys. Hadn't been doing right. Hadn't been doing because the corn plant doesn't really utilize a lot of nutrients till we get to V6. So Correct. we've got the nutrients out there when it needs it. So I think what I remember seeing, it only uses about 10% of the total nitrogen up to about V6, V8. V6, yes. Right. So mm -hmm. you're not going to be real efficient anyway. Because the soil contributes 40 to 60 units of nitrogen or pounds of nitrogen throughout the season. So that 10 or 15 pounds of N it needs the soil's going to be supplying it through microbial activity. Sure. So the source, and just real quick on source, does it really, the source you like to, of nitrogen you like to use in crop, does it, is it normally urea? We, we're making these applications or? Normally it's urea. I, I really like the UAN solutions, the 28005s, sure. but we have to knife that in. That takes a lot of time and a lot of our farmers have uh, started relying on some of the really good broadcast uh, dry material type uh, uh, units that are out there that make a good uniform do not streak. And then these in season applications at V8 through uh, uh, v VT, they're typically by air, but we do have people that are utilizing uh, drop application. Uh, high clearance mm -hmm. application rigs and anybody and, using the rock wide drops in your area just there, curious there are a few okay. and and it, they you need big fields easy ways to turn around you can't get really locked into small fields because of the of, of the width well, of the equipment with your fertility background tell tell our listeners the difference between urea and like a 28005 or or 32005 tell me about is there does that solution have some urea in it or kind of give us a breakdown of what's in the 28 percent or 32 that's correct uh, urea is really uh, has two molecules that are amines which are nh2 and whenever it uh, interacts with water it forms nh3 which is ammonia and you can smell that if you use windex cleaning your window mm -hmm. you're smelling ammonia sure. d and and if that goes off before it meets another molecule of water to form NH4, which is a very stable salt that actually can attach to the soil colloid, then that's where our loss mechanism is on soil surface. But if I'm using a UAN type solution, it takes uh, uh, fifty percent of its urea, fifty percent okay. of its ammonium so nitrate. Part of, it, part of it is still urea, right? It's still urea. So fifty percent of that solution will be the amine that has to convert to the ammonium ion. 25% is going to be in the ammonium ion content from ammonium nitrate. And then the nitrate part, NO3, uh, is very plant available. That's mm -hmm. typically what most of our units are taken up in. But that NO3 can be subject is to denitrification and leaching because of heavy rainfall. Yeah, I've always said that, that when you get it to nitrate, it's a little bit looser form of nitrogen yes. and you have more ways to lose that particular component of nitrogen. More ways to lose. And then we we hope to keep most of our nitrogen in the ammonium ion form and then it nitrifies to nitrate and is rapidly taken up by the plant. 
And when it's in the ammonium form, again, just to, for our listeners, it attaches to that negative charge of that soil colloid, the right? Soil colloid or organic matter is also that negative is correct. Charge. So it's got a, it's going to be a little bit more stable for plant plant uptake, right? Mm -hmm. So does a plant uptake both ammonium and nitrate? They uptake both, but typically the microorganisms have a much higher affinity for the ammonium ion and they convert it to nitrate, which the sure. plant then grabs because it's readily available. It's readily available yes. because we have a group of, my, of bacteria that utilize the ammonium for their energy source uh, for them to reproduce. So, yeah, just as I mean, you can tell William's got a great, great expertise in fertility, but just kind of as a, as a recap, um, it's really about being timely with nitrogen. And, and we're not we're not saying cut your rate of nitrogen, but what we are saying, if you're timely with it uh, and get the right source and making sure you're using nitrification inhibitors, then you can optimize the efficiency of nitrogen, which is really important um, in high production in corn production. Right. In and, high production. And also you have the ability to use tissue analysis later in the season to see sure. where you stand and what? make sure you're above three point five percent in in that tissue to where you know you have adequate nitrogen for that plant. And great call out. I think that's kind of part two. You know, I think this is kind of part one of nitrogen management. And we'll come back again with some great information about tissue analysis and when to tissue test to make sure you're getting the right amount of nitrogen at the right time to the, you know, to the corn plant. There, there are, like William said, there's some concentration levels that you need to optimize and maintain that nitrogen level in that ear leaf. So you can produce, you know, that 250 plus bushel corn on an average across that farm. But yeah, well, it's been great. I mean, you've got some really good ideas. Any any closing comments you want to make about, you know, managing nitrogen? Uh, just uh, when we make that application, try to be on dry on dry soils to where we can get that nitrogen quickly moved into that soil profile and protect it from volatilization and loss. That's very critical to where we, we have the highest efficiency with such a very costly input this season. Sure. And it's a macronutrient. It's one of those we got to make sure we get the right amount to right. the corn plant. So, yeah, great comments. Really a pleasure to be here with William um, and get his expertise and, and, you know, nitrogen management and fertility. And look forward to the next session. We can get back together and do part two. So, uh, from from Turn Row Talk, we, we appreciate you listening to our podcast and look forward to bringing you more timely agronomic information as the season progresses. So kind of stay tuned. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, William.